Welcome to Agent Unstuck Calls, where we talk to real estate agents who are experiencing a challenge in their real estate career and they're looking for an alternative solution. Hi, I'm your host, Mike Cerrone with MastermindAgent.com, and I'm excited about this episode. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Let's go ahead and jump right in. So tell me, how can I help you? What, what's going on in your real estate practice and uh, what kind of challenge are you experiencing? What can we help you with today? So the biggest challenge I have is what is next. And I feel like there's all kinds of this stuff floating around in my head. And you probably hear this all the time. It's nothing unique. Um, and I know that the ideas are in there and I just uh, welcome a different perspective. So I am a one girl team. Um, I do have support staff behind me in terms of putting in the minutiae for listings, but I'm it. I, I do it all. Last year, I was blessed to have 65 transactions, my best year ever. Um, those 65 transactions translated to $15 million in business. Um, I don't expect the same thing this year just because of the nature of, of the world. Um, but anyway, with 12 years in, and I'll tell you, I'm almost 54 years old. You know, we're focused on the next 10 years. And I think I need to figure out what do I want my endpoint to be so that I can work it backwards and then figure out the path from there. Wow. Very good. Very good. Thank you. That nice job laying it all out there. A um, couple quick questions. You hit uh, a 65 as a solo agent is fantastic because you probably already figured out. That's fantastic. You hit 15 million. What was your GCI? Do you remember? Like 300,000, 300 plus. That is awesome. Very yeah, good. Yeah, it feels cool to say that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's some rare air. That's pretty cool, especially as a solo agent. Yeah, so yeah. Let's, uh, let's dive in. Um, I, I, we can go anywhere you want, but what I heard there, which, which was interesting, was you said there's an endpoint 10 years out and you want to work back from there. If it's okay with you, I'd like to explore that a little bit because it might okay. tell you what to do today. So what do you see happening in 10 years? What do you, what do you want that future to look like? Oh, that's a loaded question, right? You betcha. Um, I, think in, it, <laughs> I think in 10 years, I definitely want to be, be stepping away from business a little bit, not necessarily from income, but from the day-to-day -day business. Um. In 10 years, I'll have a 30 and a 35-year-old child. So, yeah. Um, hmm. And what do I want it to look like? I, I don't ever, I don't envision myself ever not working. Um, I think I have a vision of me a younger version of me out there and maybe helping them out down the line, but on, on my terms and my schedule. Um, but yeah, I don't want to be dealing with showing time and lock boxes and managing other people's emotions, you know, uh, 26 hours a day. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but with so that being said, you know, I, I said 26 hours a day, I feel like I do have very good work balance now. Um, I naturally enjoy a lot of work, but I, I do, know how to fit the other stuff in also and i'm okay with i think i'm good with drawing the boundaries okay very good um 
let, let's let's go about this a little differently. Let me ask you, what direction do you want to go? What path do you want to go on? What do you need the most help with right now? What can we knock out here real quickly and, and try to get you some answers? I do I want to build a team? Do I want to just be content with where I'm at? And I do have other people telling me I should open my own brokerage. Uh, you're looking at a lot of different options, right? So mm -hmm. how far down each of those paths path have you gone? What have you looked at option-wise and, and what looks interesting to you? What are you finding out? Um, my past was healthcare and I ran um, two departments in a hospital. So I've done the um, manager position and, and, you know, have dealt with the training and the, the blessings and the shortcomings of that. I'm not sure I want to take that on as a broker. I like running my own ship, but having the support of my broker owner when I need it and want it. Um, so I think that that continues to be a healthy relationship. In terms of a team, I have found people that I utilize for my leverage as needed. She's she's like three years in the business and eager to learn and um, has helped me develop some of my social media. Um, so I continue to lean on her and, and give her stuff that, quite frankly, I don't want. Um, so, so that's been nice. So do I try to formalize and build upon that a little bit? I think right now I'm falling into the, if it's not broken, make it better. And we all hear that we are capable of so much more than maybe we allow ourselves to. And I guess I, I don't know exactly what I want. So I guess I'm trying to figure out <laughs> Where I want go? somebody else to ask me the question so that the light bulb goes off. <laughs> let me let me do this. I, and thank you for kind of telling me where you're at and what you're thinking. Uh, I'm just going to kind of just throw out what I'm uh, thoughts off the top of my head. If you don't want to be a manager, you probably don't want to be a broker because uh, that's what you end up doing. You, you stop selling and you start worrying about everybody else and you start hurting all the cats. And that can be fun uh, if you like that, especially. But if you don't, it's going to be miserable. So We'll just put that on the side for a minute, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's go back now, talk about teams and then solos, and then some other things that kind of have grown up in between those that may be an option as well. So when you run a team, you're basically, if you, as you teams have really developed over the decades, and there's little teams, there's middle-sized teams, there's huge teams that are basically brokerages. Teams kind of float between a solo and a broker, right? Right. Uh, and you get to decide what, what realm you want to be. But as, as the further you move up towards that broker, the more management responsibility you have. You're now working on recruiting. You're now working on people development as opposed to working on the sell side and working closely with the buyers and sellers. So you got to kind of decide, do I want to go that direction or not? And there, there's pluses and minuses to both. Let me go back the other side, you've been a solo agent and you've maxed that out or you're getting really to the top of the, the spectrum. Now, there's some people that have gone beyond where you are, but you've, you've done a lot there. That's really phenomenal. What you've done with the solo side, you get that interaction, that fun, that uh, connection with the clients and helping them. And you get that reward of feeling like you accomplished something. If you're that kind of person I am, I like to see a, right. a, a thing end and work the next project. 
if you like the solo agent, if you want to go for something bigger, but you don't want to do the responsibility of a big team, there's something that's kind of popping out in the last few years I've seen people have success with, which is the high, I call it the highly leveraged solo agent, highly mm -hmm. leveraged solo agent. So you remain a solo agent. you still have all the interactions with all the clients, but you bring in more assistance to help you be more effective with more people. So you've already started to have assistance with some of the administrative tasks, it sounds like. You would continue to build that administrative support. You must have it if you're doing 65, and maybe there's a way to leverage that even more. The thing that's coming out that's interesting in the highly leveraged is instead of bringing in a buyer agent, which was the traditional next step where you're handing off a client, they run with them, and quite honestly, they typically end up taking that client over for right. our future business. Some of our control freak agents came up with this model of, okay, I want to maintain that relationship, but I need the leverage of the help with the showings. And so they have a showing agent model. Now, people have toyed with that idea for decades, but lately some people have kind of really figured it out and honed it in where they really are just using that agent to show properties. And then as soon as they find the property, they bring them right back. And in fact, the solo agent is still the central hub picking the properties they're going to look at, getting the reports back on what has been seen, but they're able to leverage and maybe have three buyers running around with three of your showing partners or showing agents while you're the central hub, just waiting for them to come back in with the information and you can work on other tasks while they're doing that. You're kind of leveraging your time. Your, your time is most effective in finding new clients, in negotiating transactions, and making sure that that client relationship is solid. Um, have you considered that highly leveraged solo agent model? No. Well, I think in a way I am doing that a little bit. This, this woman that I referenced. And, um, so I have been the point person and then I've been, I've been doing, I think both of those models that you spoke of. So letting her open the doors for the people and then having her circle back with me about what happened. If it was something that they wanted to pursue, then I took it back. But then also giving her some of the ones that, quite frankly, maybe I wasn't interested in um, and letting her run solo with those because I didn't didn't want to work with I didn't care. Sure. <laughs> now, with those, are you getting a referral fee on the ones you yes. completely have? Perfect. So you're continuing to make an income and leverage. Uh, yeah. You've helped out this other agent. Have you considered having a pool of a pool of people that are showing agents where they're running their own thing? It's just that now and again, they take your person out and show properties for some type of rate uh, to leverage you and your time. Right. That, that could work. For instance, let me, let, me, let me give a bigger picture of this. You did 65 closings. Uh, I know that you're looking for a challenge. How would you like to close 100 transactions remaining as a right. solo agent using this highly leveraged solo agent model to, to extend your, your reach out a little further and drop a lot more money to the bottom line? And the reason right. I keep saying this is because the solo agent model is the most profitable super mm -hmm. high profit margin compared to say a team, okay? So a solo agent's profit margin is probably gonna be anywhere from 60 to 80%, depending on where they're at. Some even higher, depending on where they are. Uh, 
Whereas a, a team, once it gets going and you're at it, once you drop out of production, a 20% profit margin is really good. Okay. okay. Or between 10 and 20, they may be slightly higher, but really when I hear the numbers, that's 20 is a good number. So that's why I'm saying the solo agent model, if you can keep it and you can hang, hang there and you enjoy it, it's much more profitable. Okay. That makes sense. So, so just continue to just delegate accordingly. You tell me, how does this sound to you? What do you, am I getting down a track that you're interested in or are we going off track? No, we're, we're, we're on the right track. And, and a, a little piece of my head is also saying to me that I'm not giving myself enough credit for what I'm already doing. I'm, I'm already, yeah. Yeah. you're already doing <laughs> phenomenal. You're in, you're in some rare air. You're doing a great job. You, I don't know percentage wise, I haven't seen a study, but I bet you you're easily in the top 1%, certainly as solo agents, no doubt. Uh, there are, there are 3,500 having agents. a hard time hitting what you're hitting early stage teams. So you're doing a great job. Thank you. Yeah. There are 3,500 agents in our region. I'm number 54. There you go. Yeah. So, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in the top 2%. But yeah. we don't know what they're doing as far as leverage and whether they have a team or not and what they're doing. I'm telling you, as a solo agent, you're up there. Now, I've talked to solo agents to give you some vision for what's out there. I know several solo agents that are doing 70, 80, 90. I've talked to a few that are up just over a hundred. They get between a hundred and say 130. I've talked to some people, they're on teams now, but they blew their solo side up to 130. I've talked to two of those. I talked to one guy even did 180 solo. Oh those people, they were going nuts by then. And that's when they needed to bring in leverage. I'll tell you, I also have talked to a lady and this is real insane, but she closes over 300 transactions a year solo then that's not with a builder and that's not REO. She's doing individuals, but she has a, a team that's helping her in that support system. She's really developed where they're a, a good administrative staff. She has great systems and she does a lot of hours. She, she's a machine. Wow. Yeah, she's gotta be. Yeah, but I'm so trying to give you perspective that there's a path down here if it's the way you wanna go. Now the team path, the dream of the team is that eventually it runs by itself and you don't have to do anything with it. They call that seventh level. I'll tell you, it's extremely rare for anyone to ever hit seventh level. Very, very rare. Right. They might hit sixth level. These are all in the red book, but the sixth yeah. level concept, whereas you kind of have to dive in and out and dive in and out, but you can back up and reduce the hours. Uh, there are people that hit the seventh level, but it's very rare and it takes a long time to build it up to make it work and get all the systems in place that are functioning. Now, if you want that challenge, it's kind of cool. Um, right. But know that you're going to be doing more management or system development, bigger picture stuff, uh, and the margins go down. That's what people don't get, that just because the gross number goes up, the take-home number is actually decreasing, especially in the early years. That's why a lot of people have to continue in production when they build a team, because if they stop producing units, the team dies because there's not enough revenue. So okay. it becomes a can be very frustrating for someone unless you have that vision of where you're going and you can get there quickly. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And I think that's what our broker owner has done because we're team. 
Um, and he still is out producing a little bit, but it's all it's all grown beneath him, if you will. Sure. Yeah. And, and if you have a vision for that, that's great. Just make sure that that's your vision and what you want to do. Don't do it just because someone told you to do it, especially someone who doesn't know, hasn't been on the inside. It, it's got a whole nother amount of trouble. Um, let me give you a good example. Um, there's a gentleman named Pat Hyben, and he even tells the story publicly. So this, I'm not talking out of school, but he's got a great story of how he built up a team in the uh, late 90s, early 20s, uh, and it was early 2000s, and it was really great. He, at one point, he got to five million in GCI. Big team, though, 50 some people. He got to five million in GCI, and he was taking home a million. Awesome, awesome, exciting. And I think around 2008, 2009, when that recession hit, boom, it turned overnight. Mm -hmm. Couldn't find the deals, couldn't bring any things in. Still had this huge staff. And what happened is the very next year started losing $100,000 a month. Mm. So it was really rough and ugly. It had to let people go. And, you know, the whole thing fell apart. So I'm not saying that all teams that, that that happens to all teams. I'm saying it has a whole other issue and all kinds of other dimensions to it. If that's what you want, that's great. But you boy, you have to really want that to go dive into that pool. Right, right. That's that's a huge commitment. No, that, that makes sense. And yeah, instead, you can do a, a highly leveraged <laughs> solo agent where as the market's going up, you can grow with just expanding out with some people that are part time. They're not relying on you. They're just helping you now and again. And then if things slow down, you just you're not handing out as much to them. It's OK. You're keeping more to yourself in the base. And what that allows you to do is to keep your net, your take home much higher. That's a really great model. If you are taking that money and investing it for, say, retirement. You're taking that money and putting it in the stock market. You're putting that in the rentals. You're building another item in your, your dream list. For That's why I was asking you at the beginning for 10 years down the road, what you're doing. What, where do you want to be in 10 years? What's the goal? Semi-retired, we'll call it. <laughs> right. You want to, I, I assume you want to be where I don't have to work, but I can right. if I want to. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's the dream position, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Right. You've got income that's... coming in from other sources. If you want to go help a couple buyers and sellers, that's great. If you don't, that's great too. And you don't know where you're going to be in 10 years, right? You don't know what right. your physical health is going to be. You don't know what you're going to want to do with your kids or if you need to help them in some way. You don't know what the situation will be. So it's usually a good idea to build up some kind of income outside of what you're doing today. Have you started right. down that path, creating the retirement funds for the 10 years yes. down the pipe? Perfect. Yes. So you got to figure out then how can I build that up to the point that that pays me enough, maybe pays me what I'm already earning today, so that if I want to down the line, I could just say, hey, I'm taking the day off. I can't help you today, but I, maybe right. I'll help you in a week. Call me up. I'll, I'll tell you if I feel right. good. <laughs> right? Right. Right. And that's it. And I even have, there's a couple of people within the business that I, I'm kind of watching because if there's an opportunity to sell them a book of business, if you will, um, I've got that in the back of my head too. Good. That's a whole nother problem. It's <laughs> yeah. another call. Selling. Yeah, it's another call for sure. And I've helped some people with that over the years, selling businesses. I of course sold mine. It's, but it's very, very difficult. I just want you to know that is a unicorn. That is okay. extremely unusual to sell your book of business and have it work. 
you can sell it. It's just, you may not get anything for it. So to get all those uh, dots lined up is, is difficult and hard to do as a solo. It's not impossible. I'm just saying it's hard to do. Even as a team, people don't buy teams. It's they do, but it's extremely rare uh, again, but yes, have that in your back pocket. And, and we'll talk about that down the line. In the meantime, how can you build this thing up? Um, one final thought I have before I forget, and that is, I think you should remain plugged in when you hit 65. You don't have to turn everything off and you hit a certain right. number. Uh, the people I've met in my life that have done well long-term, they were plugged in long-term. Uh, my wife's father worked till in his 80s, not because he had to, because he loved it, right? Right, because he wanted to. And I know that I thoroughly enjoy what I'm doing, so I get that. And part of what I heard you say when it came to the book of business thing is if I remain in front of my, my database, I can always continue to refer them out. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly right. That, that'd be a great way to stay involved, right? You're right. involved. You're referring it out to trusted people you have around you. You're watching how that relationship is still going. You're making sure that all your little babies, so to speak, all your clients are getting right. out in good hands if things don't work out, you didn't give them your entire book. You can just pull back and give the next group to somebody else. Right. Uh, Oversee. More control. Yeah. You Let can go out with your favorite favorites, your super favorites. You can take them out. Exactly. Yeah. Let people earn my referrals to them. Right. Test, test them out here and there, but get that referral check back. And it's good for you to uh, go down this line and experiment with your vision of what you see out there in the future and how you're moving this thing along and developing it. So let me ask you a question. We're coming to the end here. What do you see as, uh, has this been helpful? Have you you got some ideas? What do you see, i.e. in the future and how does that affect you today? I think this is definitely helpful. Um, I think it's good to just hear myself talk out loud some of this stuff too and one of the things that um is my takeaway is that i am on the right path and i am doing things that i wasn't even realizing i was doing um so maybe going back to that one of three options of being content with what i'm doing and just continue to grow it if it's not broken make it better but be satisfied with where i'm at because like you said i'm in a pretty damn good place you are. <laughs> you are. You should cherish it. Now, you worked your tush off. I know you did to get to that position. It didn't just happen because you snapped your fingers. Uh, but you should you should be happy about that. You should uh, be proud of where you are. Um, uh, I'm sure a lot of people respect you because of what you've done, and they should. And now it's the decision time of what do you want to do with it? You can keep going where you are. You could fall off a little bit. You could make it a little bit bigger. Again, you talked about these other options, um, but I think you're in a great position and I'm excited to find out what you end up doing. Uh, I'm going to give you a, an assignment. I give everybody the assignment okay. at the end. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you the assignment of uh, writing out a vision of how you see yourself proceeding over two time periods, the, uh, three time, uh, no, two time periods, the next year. And then also you know what, scratch that. I want to start the in reverse. I want you to give me a vision of what you see your business like in 10 years. I know that's weird, but you no. know you're going to be at a certain age. You're going to be no. thinking certain ways. 
just it doesn't have to be perfect. Just a quick couple of words or thoughts, maybe a paragraph about what is it going to look like in 10 years? What do I want that to be? You need to okay. have a vision out there in the future. And then the second part of this uh, assignment is for one year from now, what does my business look like is so that I can stay on track for that 10 year goal, number one. And number two, so I challenge myself from today so that I know where I'm going for a year from now, right? Right. It was one of your original statements was I want to challenge, right? Right, because I do feel myself getting a little comfortable. Right, right. And it doesn't do well with that. I love that you challenge and you don't want to be comfortable. I, I love that. Um, I, I will throw out my little two cents. Again, I'm just throwing, it's, it's my, not yeah. your goal, it's mine. I'm just saying, what about an idea of trying to hit 100? Either within a year, or within a couple of years, maybe three years. Because it's such an amazing accomplishment, it's such a challenge to do that as right. a solo agent. It's extremely rare. Uh, and you like challenges. What a dra- what a great challenge. Go run right. the math on that. Where would you be? Pretty happy. Right. Would, yeah. you, would you be able to soak enough money away to hit the 10-year goal? Right. You see That's where true. I'm going with all that? I do. I okay. do. Right, right. And not to be crass, but kind of like balls to the wall for the next um, five, like three to five years. Or figure out how to get some leverage without going full team, right? Maybe you can bring in some more, a little, one or two more administrative helpers. That's going to help a lot. Right. You're probably a control freak. Am I right? It's going to be hard to delegate. You're going to have to learn how to delegate a few more tasks to these people. Find someone you really trust. Uh, in the administrative side to pick up some of those pieces, become your right and left arm. As an example, you should always leverage with admin before you at leverage with uh, salespeople. That's the mistake everybody makes. So go ahead and just leverage with a couple more admin. Uh, and then not one showing agent, but multiple showing a pool of showing agents. Vicki Westifer does this really, really well. If you listen to any of her stuff that she's done with us, Vicki Westifer uh, she has a pool of uh, showing agents. She trains them all together and she gets them all in the pool and then she just hands them off whenever they're available and she needs assistance. She never has a problem finding anybody because she has a pool. They're all waiting nice. for her help and they're doing their own thing at the same time. Right. Everybody right. wins. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah? You've already <laughs> done it with one. See if you can spread right. that out a little bit. Uh, anyway, that's a challenge. I want you to write down what you want to do and your challenge again, 10 year vision. And then that one year goal challenge vision. Okay. Okay. And now my question for you is this, when could you get that done? Um, in a week, a week. Fantastic. Give me a day and a time that it'll be done. Okay. I'm pulling out my old fashioned calendar. Perfect. It will be done. Ooh, look at next week. You know <laughs> what? Let's be, it will be done by Monday, June 7th at three o'clock. Perfect. And your Eastern time? I am. Okay, great. So Monday, uh, June 7th at 3 p.m., you'll have the assignment done. And then I want you to send me an email telling me that you got it completed. That's your accountability part. Awesome. Okay. And uh, boy, I can't wait to hear what you put together. This is going to be awesome. 
So me you too. repeat back to me your assignment so I make sure that we're on the same page. My assignment is to write out my um, business vision for the next 10 years. What do I want it to be? And then to also reflect on what do I want it to look like a year from now? What does my business look like? Good. And I want to clarify what it looks like in 10 years. Don't worry about everything you have to do to get there. Just tell me what does the end result look like? What is that 10 year? What, what does business look like in 10 years? Okay. Right. What does yep. that thing look like? What do you, what's the idea? What do you want that thing to look like? Okay. Okay. I like cool. That. Well, that, how exciting. Thank you. Thank you for coming in. I, I hope this has been helpful. It's been very helpful. Thanks for offering it. I was excited. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for joining us and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Enjoy the weekend. Take care. Thank you. Well, that's it for Agent Unstuck Calls. It was a lot of fun today. If you like what you heard, go ahead and click that like button. And if you want to hear more calls like this, go ahead and subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell so you know exactly when the next episode is coming out. And if you have any thoughts about what you heard today and you'd like to relay that to everyone else, go ahead and put that down in the comment section so people can talk about it. And finally, if you're stuck in your real estate career, you're a veteran who's having some challenges and you can't figure out how to get to that next step, go ahead and schedule yourself an unstuck call. Just go to agentunstuckcall.com. That's agentunstuckcall.com. And let's get you scheduled in. You'll go in there, you'll fill out a quick survey, you'll find a time that works for you, and we'll get on a call just like this and see if we can't get you some answers. All right, this has been a lot of fun. I'm your host, Mike Cerrone with Mastermind Agent. And again, thank you for joining us on Agent Unstuck calls. Take care.